us, that cares for us, oh, that is very patient with us. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Let us remain standing this morning for the reading of God's word. tell you people carry around needless worries and troubles and stress. I'm going to tell you God is here in this place this morning. Amen. The Holy Ghost is here. And only a dead person can't feel what we feel here in the house of the Lord this morning. I want to feel after God this morning. I want to realize that God is here. He's not here just for any reason. He's here to see about me. God knows what your troubles are. He knows what your sicknesses are. He knows what your things that you worry and lay up at night, tossing and turning over. He knows about that. And that's why he's here. He's here to let you know that there is help. There is help in the house this morning. There is a divine help here this morning. And I want to allow God to have his way in this place. If you have a Bible, let's open up to the book of Psalms, chapter 42. Psalms 42, beginning at verse, beginning at verse 1. As the heart panteth, after the water brooks, so doth, so doth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul. In me, for I had gone with the multitude, I went with them to the house of God, with the voice of joy and praise, with the multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Let's go down to verse 11. He asks the question again. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquiet within me? Hope thou in God. For I shall praise, yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. And by the help of the Holy Ghost this morning, I want to talk about the remedy for a disquiet soul. The remedy for a disquiet soul. You can be seated this morning. <clears throat> Here the, the writer, Psalms chapter 42, he is expressing He's expressing his need for God and his, his longing for God. 
It's important that we realize this morning that what we are in need of is God. That God is our only hope. He, he begins to talk about how that the deer would pass after the water brooks. He says, so doth my soul thirst for God. I'm going to tell you this morning that inside of each and every one of us, there is a thirst, there is a longing, there is a desire for something that is on the inside of each and every one of us that are here this morning. And the problem with us a lot of times is that we think that other things are supposed to fill that void that is in our life. So think that it can fill the void or the longing that we experience inside of us. A lot of people think that the answer uh, for that void is uh, drugs. There are a lot of people that think that the answer uh, for that longing inside of us is to be in some kind of relationship or another. Um, there are those that will walk to and fro and they will get involved in any and everything that you imagine to fulfill the longing that is inside of their soul and that's within them. But I'm going to tell you this morning that the only thing that can fill that longing, the only thing that can fill that void is God. The only thing that can fill the emptiness that is inside of each and every one of us. And it is the power of the Holy Ghost. You know, it's a sad thing when people come in and you can see the problems. You can see the stress on people's faces. You can see it in their body languages. Body language. It's a sad thing that when people come into the house of the Lord and they ignore the fact that God is trying to get a hold of them. They ignore that God is trying to get through to them. Or they shake off what we feel here in the house of the Lord. How many people feel the power of the Holy Ghost in here this morning? Am I the only one or do we, can we testify that God is in this place this morning? And there are a lot of people that they will come and they have needs. They have problems. They have things that are going on up here. Storms that are chaotic. Things that the devil is stirring up up here. And do you know that the devil comes to attack the mind? He comes to attack the heart of an individual. And when the Bible talks about heart, it's not talking about uh, this physical pump here. The Bible is talking about your biblical heart. That's where the devil comes. That's where the devil attacks. You'll find out that when the Bible talked about how that the enemy came, and he tempted Jesus. Um, you'll find out that the Bible talks about all of the different places that the enemy took him. But, well, that wasn't physical. That was in his mind. He attacked his mind. The devil is a, he is a, he is a genius at attack, attacking the hearts of people, men and women, boys and girls, and causing problems and stirring up things on the inside that, causes people to struggle and causes people to wrestle and cause people to lack faith and cause them uh, to come um, and, and, and begin to act in ways that are not according to God's will and according to God's plan. It's the devil's job to get people to think that you need everything else other than God. People are coming to the house of the Lord and, and the kind of 
worship that they experience here. Uh, they, a lot of people think that it's crazy or that it's weird or that it's strange. But I'm going to tell you, this is the answer for a troubled heart. This here, what you fear here in the house of the Lord, the song service, the type of worship, this is the answer for a troubled mind. This is the answer for someone that is wrestling within their spirits and they're dealing with all manner of things that have drugged them down into the pit, into the depths of this life. I want you to know that the answer is not another drink. The answer is not another drug. The answer is not a re another relationship to get involved in. The answer for a troubled spirit is to come into the house of the Lord and to get your hands in the air, lift up your voice, and begin to let God know that I need you and I need you right now. How many people have come to let God know that I'm in need of a touch from you this morning? I, I'm, I'm troubled in my mind, God, and, and I've tried everything else. So you know what? I come to the house of the Lord to give you a try and get, allow you to have your way once and for all in my life. He began to talk about how that, he asked his soul a question. He said, why art thou disquieted? He's talking about being in a state of discouragement. He's talking about being in a state of depression. Not being able to lift up that voice, not being able to lift up the hands, not being able to worship God and give God the kind of praise that he deserves, and not being able to allow the spirit to move upon him and where he feels joy and where he feels peace. And you'll read, he asks the question, why is thou disquieted within me, O my soul? And he told his soul, gave his soul a bit of advice. He said, hope in the Lord. Somebody needs to learn how to speak to themselves this morning in the house of the Lord. And let yourself know that your hope should not be in this world. Your hope should not be in things. It shouldn't be in your possessions. It shouldn't be in your finances. I need to put my hope in the Lord this morning. You know what hope means? It means expectation. You're, you're expecting something to happen. You're expecting a change. Well, I got news for you. When you expect from God, watch out because it's going to come. Watch out because God is going to show up and God is going to show out in your life. I want somebody to know that my expectation is not in this world. It's not in the things of this world. My expectation is in the Lord this morning. I expect God to come through on my behalf. I expect God to heal my mind. I expect God to heal my body. I expect God to come through for me. I expect that. He said, and it's also the word hope is talking about waiting expecting on the Lord, waiting for God. You know, we have a problem with waiting. We have a problem with waiting for the Lord and waiting for God's timing and for God's plan for our lives. A lot of times we jump the gun. There are a lot of people that jump the gun as they feel like time is running out on them. Life is passing them by, and they jump the gun, and they make a hasty decision. 
And a lot of times, it's the wrong decision because it's not according to God's word. I don't want to be hasty in making decision this morning. I want to hope in the Lord this morning. I want to do what the writer said as he said, patiently wait on the Lord. I want to know that God sees me. More importantly, I want to know that God hears me. And I want to believe that God is going to come through on my behalf. I want to believe that God sees where I am and God is working it all out for my good. And you know what? In the meanwhile, I want to hope in the Lord. I want to keep my hands in the air. I want to keep my voice lifted. I don't want to come to church and do everything else other than give God the glory and the praise that he deserves. I didn't come here to do anything else. I could have stayed home to do that. Honey, I came to get my hands in the air. I came to lift up my voice. I came to get actively involved in what we're going, what is going on here. I come to get involved with what God is trying to do in my life. You know, people think that they hurt, they're hurting, or they think that they make, they're making decisions themselves. I said it before, and I'm going to say it again because it's important that we understand. We are not in control of anything. The devil will cause a lot of people to think that, well, you're in control. But I got news for you. We're not in control of anything. We are being controlled. It's amazing how many people talk about being controlled. But just know, something's going to control you. Something's going to drive you. Something's going to lead you. And either it's going to be the right spirit or it's going to be the wrong spirit. There's no way of getting around that. There's no in-between. We're controlled. We're not in control, but we are being controlled. And I choose to allow the right spirit to control me. I choose to allow the Holy Ghost to lead me and to guide me. I choose to allow, see, because you can't control the kind of thoughts that you have. Those are not your thoughts. There's someone that is putting those thoughts in your head and in your mind. Okay, yeah, that might be a person that is speaking that to you, but you got to know who's speaking behind that person or who is speaking through that conversation. You can never forget that we live in a spiritual world. You can never forget that there is a God and there is a devil. There is a devil that wants to drag our souls to hell. You cannot lose sight of that. We cannot allow anything to cause us to lose sight of that. And I've made up in my mind that I want to be driven by the right spirit. I don't want to be driven by hate. I don't want to be driven by, by, by malice. I don't want to be driven by lust. I want to be driven by the Holy Ghost. I want God to control my mind. I want God to guide my thoughts. And I've come to find out that God is the answer for my troubled mind. God is the answer for my troubled spirit. Because the devil has a lot of people oppressed and depressed. He has a lot of people bound by unclean spirits. Devils. That has people bound and has people locked up. That has people disquieted. 
on the inside. You'll read in the text where Jesus and his disciples, they, they get off, um, off the boat and they are, he comes into a certain city. Now the scripture tells us that in this, in this town there was a man, that this man was full of devils. I'm talking about being oppressed by the enemy. I'm talking about being beat down. I'm talking about not being able to control your thoughts or be able to control your actions. I'm talking about being in control by an unclean spirit or what this man had was spirits. The Bible says they cried out and they said, our name a legion. That means thousands. There was thousands of devils that inhabited inside this man. And the Bible says that they tried their best to control this man, to keep him from hurting himself and causing all kinds of pain and harm to himself because he would wander through the tombs. He was wandering in dead places. He was, he was cutting himself, causing all kinds of hurt to himself. And they would bind him up to try to stop him from hurting himself. But the Bible says that he would break those chains. He would break those chains time and time again. Nothing could control him. Nothing could get him to think right. Nothing could get him to do what was right. Nothing could give him victory and power over those spirits that had control over him. And the word tells us that then came Jesus. Then came Jesus, and as this man saw Jesus, do you know that the thousands of devils that dwelled inside of that man, even those devils couldn't keep that man from running and falling at the feet of Jesus. I'm going to tell you, when you are determined that it's time for a change in my life, I'm going to tell you there is no devil in hell that can stop you from coming to Jesus. When you make it up in your mind that not another day am I going to deal with this oppression, not another day am I going to dwell in this depression today, this service, I am coming out of this. I'm going to tell you there ain't no devil in hell that can stop you. I know the devil would like to sit on your shoulder and tell you, 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 no, you can't break free. I want you to know that you can get free by the power of the Holy Ghost this morning. That joy can come back into your life. That peace can come back into your life. God can fill you with the Holy Ghost and he can turn it around for your good. I come to let God turn it around this morning. I come to let God have his way in my life and in my heart. I don't have a need. Why? He asked the question, why? You'll read where he is talking about how that he would go to the house of the Lord and that he would, they would, he would, the congregation that would come with him, the multitude, how that they would go to the house of the Lord and that they would rejoice together and that they would, they would sing praises unto the Lord. And he's asking a question, why are you disquieted on my soul? I'm going to tell you, the house of the Lord is not the place for me to dwell in depression. The house of the Lord is the place for me to come out of my depression. It's the place for me to get my head 
hands in the air, open up my voice, lift up my voice and let God know I believe you're going to bring me out of this thing. I come to not sit and mope about my problems, honey. I came to leap for joy. I came to rejoice. I came to shout. I come to believe that God can and that God will bring me out. I refuse to sit in the house of the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in here right now. I felt the Holy Ghost while we were singing. Do you know what the, what the Bible tells? It tells us where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I want you to know there is liberty in this house this morning. You don't have to sit with your hands by your side. You don't have to sit with your mouth closed. You don't have to remain in that depression. There is liberty to bring you out of that this morning. The power of the Holy Ghost is here. The spirit of the God is here. It's here to bring you out. It's here to pull you through. God's presence is here to save you, bring you out of that state where you feel that you can't lift up your voice, you can't lift up your hands. God is here this morning. I feel the Holy Ghost in here this morning. I'm going to tell you, I didn't come to the house of the Lord to put on, to play no games this morning. I didn't come to pretend like I don't need anything or like I don't need anyone. I need God this morning. I need the Holy Ghost this morning. I, I, I talked about it um, the other night, how that, you, know, you got to know that God stands ready. I want somebody to know this morning, God is ready to pull you out. God is ready to deliver you from what is troubling your mind. God is ready to fill people with the Holy Ghost. God is ready to save people. But the question is, are we ready? I said it the other night. You'll read where Hezekiah, he begins to talk about after the Lord, after he was, it was proclaimed that he was going to die. And, and he, the Bible says that when he left, when Isaiah left, the Bible says that Hezekiah, he turned his face to the wall and that he began to cry out to the Lord and he began to tell the Lord, ask the Lord to remember how he has walked according to his laws and according to his statutes. And as Isaiah is making his way, the Bible says that God spoke to Isaiah. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. That God spoke to Isaiah. He said, you go back and you tell Hezekiah that I have heard his cry. Not only have I heard his cry, I have seen his tears. And I'm going to add to his life. As Hezekiah is reminiscing, he's talking about this. He said that the Lord, listen, he said that the Lord has cast my sins behind his back. And he said that the Lord was ready to save me. I want you to know that God is ready to pull you out. The question is, are you ready to break free of the depression? Are you ready to be set free this morning? Are you ready to allow God to have this way in my life? Honey, I came ready to let God have his way. I came to throw my hands in the air. I came to lift up my voice. I come to shout unto God with the voice of triumph and let God know I need you. Whatever you want to do, God, 
whatever you want to do, I'm open to it. I'm not fighting you. I'm not kicking. I'm not murmuring about it. I'm not kicking against it. You're ready? God, I'm ready too. You want to save me? Well, guess what, God? I realize I need to be saved. I realize that I need the Holy Ghost. So you know what? My hands are in the air. My voice are lifted. I'm coming. I'm not coming proud and lifted up. I'm coming broken. I'm coming humbled. I'm coming as if I don't know anything and that I need to be led. I need to be guided. You can be seated. So the question is, I asked the question again this morning, okay? God is ready. Are you? Are you? It's one thing to talk about all of the problems. It's one thing to talk about how bad it is. And I'm, I'm a firm believer in, in not talking about how bad things are because all it does is give the devil glory. All it does is magnify the devil. All it does... Do you know that the devil loves that when we get so caught up and wrapped up in so many other things that we can't focus on doing what God wants us to do? The devil loves that. The devil comes to stir up things. He comes to disrupt things. If we can only see that it's of the devil, if we can only see that you got to understand, it's not hard to tell. It's not hard to discern good between good and evil. You know what is of God, and you know what's not of God. It's not hard to tell it. It's very easy as you read the word of God and understand that the devil only wants to come and disrupt things. The devil doesn't want people to break free this morning. The devil doesn't want you to get that joy. He doesn't want you to get your peace. He, he doesn't want you to come out of that pit he doesn't want you to break free this morning. He doesn't want you to break free from the world this morning. But you know what? I come with a made-up mind that I don't care what the devil wants this morning. Nobody asked him his opinion anyhow. Honey, I come to let God have his way in my heart, in my mind, and my soul. And you know what? If the devil get ticked off, let him be ticked off. I'm coming out of this thing this morning. I'm breaking free this morning. I'm getting joy back this morning. I'm getting my peace back this morning. I'm getting my shout back this morning. I'm getting my dance back. I'm getting the victory this morning. I refuse to stay in this place. I refuse to remain disquieted in my spirit. I refuse to remain in depression. I refuse to have, continue to have the troubled thoughts. No, no, I'm coming out this morning by the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, some may say, well, what is this Holy Ghost you're talking about? I want you to know it is the Spirit of God. It is for you. It is for you. It is for you. It is for you. It is for me. Peter said, he told them, for the promises unto you, to your children, and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. The Holy Ghost is for everybody this morning. And I come to find out that my only way out of this problem, my only way out of this stress, is that I need the Holy Ghost. My only way to get rid of these troubled thoughts is that I got to get my hands in the air and I got to let God fill my heart. Honey, how many people have come to let God fill your heart this morning? How many have come to let God have 
his way in your life. Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost is the power. You know, I'm not acting like I'm, I'm a know-it-all. Though I'm sure some people would say that they, Brother Lewis thinks he knows it all. No, I don't know it all. I just know a little bit about what the Word says. Just a little bit. Not much. Just a little bit. And having a couple of experiences in life, it'll teach you a thing or two. It'll teach you a thing or two. Ain't nothing like some hard knocks upside the head. Bumping into some wall, brick walls, and causing hurt and harm to yourself. And, and for you to wake up and get a, oh, that's what the Bible meant. Okay. Well, you know what? I think I'll give God a try. I think I'll get in the word of God and, and, and trust and believe in God. I'm going to tell you, we cause ourselves all kinds of harm and hurt. And we don't have to. If we would only just trust in God. If we would only just grab a hold of God's word. If we would only just pray. If we would only just open up the word. Cut off all of the distractions, all of the in entertainment. Throw the smartphones in the closet somewhere. Get rid of all of the noise and all of the chaos and all of the different voices that clouds your thinking. And if we would just get to a secluded area alone. With us in God. The key is you need God. Okay? You need God. The Word of God. Prayer. Meditation. Letting God speak to your heart. Do you know that God will speak to your heart when you sit down and meditate on His Word? And you begin to think about God and, and do what the writer said. Patiently wait for the Lord. Patiently wait for your answer. Not being hasty. Not being quick to make a decision, but just patiently waiting on the Lord. I want you to know God will speak to your heart. God will talk to you. God will impress some things upon you. And here's the thing. When God impresses things on you, God will never impress negativity. He'll never impress the wrong thing. It'll always be good. It'll always be the right thing. It'll always be in line with his word. That's how you know it's from God. The devil, there ain't nothing good in the devil. So the devil is not promoting good. We know that, right? The devil is promoting nothing but negativity. He's trying to destroy. He's trying to tear apart. The Bible calls him, tells us that he is a roaring lion. Roaring lion. And he's walking to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. All he wants to do is destroy. All he's come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's it. He's not coming for any good, to do any good. Nothing. He just wants to tear apart. If we could only understand that, if we could only get our minds and understand the devil, there is nothing good in the devil. 
nothing. And understand that there's nothing but good in God. God don't want to hurt you. God don't want to harm you. God wants to save you. God wants to bring you out. God wants to, listen, I'm going to tell you, there are people that are struggling this morning with depression. There are people that there is no, there is no peace up here. None. There's none. And I'm going to tell you, the devil would love for you to leave here the same way you came in. The devil would love for you to leave here with those thoughts, no rest, just constantly an ongoing turmoil on the inside. The devil would love that. He would love that. But I'm going to tell you what the writer said. The writer tells us that the Lord, that he would keep an individual in perfect peace whose mind it stayed on what? The things of this life? On entertainment? On what pleases this flesh? No. You'll find out that when your mind is on everything in this life, you'll find out that there is no peace on the inside. There is no joy. There is none. Take it from someone that has been there. There is no peace. There is no joy. But when you simply, I know it sounds so uh, simple to some people. But you know what? It's not complicated living for God. It's really not. If you take God's, take him at his word. If you believe, if you believe in the Holy Ghost and in the, in the word, the power of God's word and, and church, it's not hard to live for God. It's not a complicated thing. It's really not. And he said that thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. When your mind is fixed on God, when your mind is stayed on God, there is a peace that will flood your heart. And the writer said that his mind is stayed on thee. Why? Because he trusts in thee. In other words, the person whose mind is stayed on God, that person is trusting in God with everything that they have. They, their, their trust is in God, that God is right. His ways are right. His purpose, his plan is right. And when that happens, that kind of person doesn't have to worry about a disquieted spirit. Don't have to worry about being down in the dumps and down lips dragging the ground. No hope, no joy, no peace, nothing. Not that kind of person because their minds are on God. Their focus is on God. And God, let me tell you something. God is going to fill you with everything that it is that you're looking for. God knows that you have peace. Well, guess what? God is going to fill you with that peace. He's going to fill you with joy. God is going to provide each and every last one of your needs. He will do it. He will do it. And so the psalmist, he is asking a question. He said, why? Why? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquiet in me? Hope thou in God. He said, for I shall praise him for the help of my countenance. In the verse, verse 14, 11, he said, I shall praise him who is the help 
of my countenance and my God. I've come to praise my God this morning. i come to praise my way out of my depression. i come to praise my way out of my low self-esteem. I've come to praise my way out of the anxiety. I've come to praise my way out of all of the troubled thoughts. I've come to get my hands in the air. I've come to lift up my voice. And I've come to let God know that you are great. And that you're greatly to be praised. How many know that God is greater than your problems this morning? How many know that he's greater than what you feel on the inside? God is a whole lot greater than that. And I come to approach him like that this morning. I come to let God know that you are greater than what I'm going through. And if I praise you long enough and hard enough, you're going to pull me out of what I'm going through. Honey, I come to get my praise back. I come to get my shout back. I come to get my rejoice back. I come to get it back. You know, the Bible says the kingdom suffered violence and the violence taken by force. Somebody got to take it by force this morning. Somebody got to let the devil know you've had my peace for too long. You've had my joy for too long. You've had my experience for too long. Today, I'm getting it back in Jesus' name. Today, I'm coming out of this. I'm coming out of this pit. I'm coming out of this hellhole. I'm letting God have his way in my life once and for all. Let's stand this morning. So I'm talking about the remedy for a disquieted soul. The answer is not just sitting there. The answer is not just keeping your hands by, the, by your side. The answer is not just thinking your way through it. The answer is lifting up your voice, getting those hands in the air. He said, I will praise the Lord. Despite this, this, this turmoil on the inside. I'm going to praise God. I'm in the house of the Lord. I didn't come into the house of the Lord to let my lip drag the ground. Honey, I could have stayed home to do that. I could have stayed in bed and soaked. I could have stayed in bed, pulled the covers over my head, and just threw myself a little pity party. I'm going to come into the house of the Lord where where there's peace and joy at, where there's freedom at. And I'm going to do that? No. It's the wrong place to do that. Your answer is here this morning. You hear me, sir? Your answer is here this morning. You hear me, ma'am? You may not believe it, but your answer is here this morning. It is here. It's not in people. It's not in things. It's not in them. It's in God this morning. And I want you to know that God is in the house this morning. I feel his presence. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. You want to be free from those troubled thoughts? Come to this altar and lift up your hands and pour out your heart to God. Don't play any games with him. Let down the facade. Let down, I know we throw up walls to try to protect ourselves from being hurt. And you know what? I've come to find out that everybody has been hurt in this life by something or someone. You know, everybody, not just certain people have been taken advantage of, everybody has been taken advantage of, of some form, some way or another. 
And you know what? I have to understand that at times when it concerns some people, some people you may have to guard yourself from. As you realize that they're just selfish. And all they want to do is take. And all they want is what's going to benefit them. Sometimes you do. But I'm going to tell you, God is not like man. And so when it comes down to God, and when it comes down to God having his way in our lives, we got to let down those barriers. We got to let down those brick walls. Oh, you know what? God is not going to force himself on anybody. God's not going to make you praise him. God is not going to make you lift your hands up. He's not going to make you open up your mouth and begin to talk to him and cry out to him. He's not. He's not going to make you do it. But I come to find out if I'm going to come out of my problems, if, if, if I'm going to come out of the, the stress, if I'm going to come out of the depression, the low self-esteem. If I'm going to finally, once and for all, break free from my past, do you know that there are things in people's past that hold them captive today? They can't break free. Can't break free from it. Thoughts can't break free from it. And it keeps people bound in their spirits. It keeps them down. It keeps them depressed. It keeps them locked up. I come to break free from all of that. I come to get those hands in the air, open up my mouth, let those tears flow, and be honest once and for all. Be honest with God. We can't fool God. We can fool people. We can't fool God. I got to be honest with him and let him know that I need him. I've been trying it on my own far too long. I've been trying to get free from this thing on my own far too long. And I've come to find out as years have gone by, and I'm still in the same place. I'm still in the same predicament. The same thoughts are troubling my heart. I've come to figure out that I need him. Anybody can testify that you need him this morning? Come on. I hope more than that can testify that you need him this morning. I'm going to tell you, you can't figure it out on your own. You can't work it out on your own. It will not work. We need God. We need the Holy Ghost. And he's here this morning. Somebody lift up your voice and lift up your hands. Come on, lift up, lift up, lift up that voice. Lift up, lift up those hands. Lift them up. There is no reason to stay defeated. There's no reason to remain in despair. There is no reason to remain in the depression. God is here. He's here to see about you. God is here to see about you. God is here to heal your troubled mind. Come on, somebody, lift up your voice. The Holy Ghost is in the house this morning. I need some people to lift up their voice as you realize that I've tried everything in this world and nothing is working. Nothing is working. And I got news for you. It never will work. It never will. 
Come on, you don't have to carry those burdens any longer. You don't have to carry those worries any longer. Jesus said it like this. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and that are heavy later. He said, and I'll give you rest. It'll be rest for your soul. This altar is open. Everybody, come down. Come down to this altar. Heart lifted with your hands.